summer. Happy hump day. What a glorious day. A great day if you're out at the car auctions. The sun is out. It is drop-dead gorgeous. Of course, for everybody else, it looks like you're frozen solid to the water pipes. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, let me tell you, great one today, at allamericangold.com. I'm going to tell you, we're going to actually talk about uh, three or four different things that are on the website. We're also going to talk about some things that we uh, we talked about yesterday. Uh, try to get you all in the know about what is going on in a world that has gone mad. We're going to break down one of the things we're going to do today. We're break down the dollar, and and I'm not just talking about you know uh, the last year or two. We'll, we'll go uh, through a forty year history on the dollar and see where it leads us. Robert Kiyosaki is is on our website today. Great video uh, of him. Make sure, I'm not going to uh, play it today, uh, but make sure you listen to it. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, guys, uh, one of the very, very rich, rich people in the world and talks about <laughs> He talks about how he doesn't pay any taxes. I mean, it's it's a great, great uh, video. Uh, he actually looks ahead for the next 22 years. And I'm going to tell you right now, because sometimes you need to hear it from somebody other than me. And he talks about gold, the dollar, and cryptos. In, in the interview, it's on our website. Uh, I will uh, I'll paraphrase it for you today because uh, I know some of you don't have the chance uh, to get out there and listen to it. So uh, we'll talk about it. But if you want to hear the whole interview, uh, it's out at allamericangold.com. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, gold demand across the world today and a bunch of other things. Uh, but if you're out in the, the valley today, man, get out there and enjoy that weather. Uh, just incredible. Uh, it's been a weird year. We, the flu here is horrible. I apologize. Uh, yesterday, I had an appointment. Wendy had she had the flu, and so she had to get out of here. Uh, so there was no one here later in the day, so I apologize for that. But Arlene's here today. Uh, if you need to take care of any business, give us a call at 800-951-0592. Again, I'll, I'll say it again, I, I, and I hate to keep coming back to it, but silver. I love it again. You know, it's at 78 ounces of silver to an ounce of gold. Remember the, I think it hit a, a, a peak, at least a modern peak, uh, in, as far as how many ounces of silver does it take to buy an ounce of gold. Uh, it got into the low 80s for a few minutes last year. Uh, that was the cheapest uh, silver's been relative to gold in well over a decade. Today, it's back up around 78 ounces. I mean, silver's still at $17.15. Uh, $17. Uh, gold's at thirteen thirty-six. dollars uh, Not much of a pullback. I don't expect one. I really don't. This is going to be one of those things where I think uh, the gold market and the dollar are in lockstep, and we're going to continue to see uh, the, the dollar continue to move lower. I think we're going to continue to see... What we've been seeing here in gold and, and the gold price continuing to move uh, much, much higher. We'll talk all about that today, but one of the things that I didn't get to yesterday and I wanted to get to it today was this great, you know, the, the, the recovery and all of that, and I hear all these people on the idiot box and people, oh, yeah, business is spending, and look at all these people are going to get all this money and all that stuff. So listen. Not much has really changed outside of we gave uh, a lot of corporate welfare, and really it comes down to jobs, and not just jobs, but what kind of jobs and who's actually in the jobs. Uh, and and I want to give credit here. Uh, Financial Advisors is, is the website, and in their December issue, the last week of December, they they talked about the debt in retirement. Uh, in other words, how many older people are carrying debt levels? 
uh, into retirement. And then you look at how the largest growing segment of the workforce, when you think about the unemployment rate 4.1 and all these jobs, right, everybody's paying and all this stuff, the largest growing sector of the workforce, 65 and older. Matter of fact, the section that's not growing is men, 25 to 54. But between 2003 through 2015, debt among borrowers between the ages of 50 and 80. Okay, Now, when you get to 50, at least how it used to be, Right? The kids are just about out of the house, right, in the old days. College didn't cost $60,000 a year. Okay? But the kids were getting ready to get out of the house, right? Your mortgage, you know, you're hopefully, you know, within five to ten years of having that thing paid off, right? And your debt levels. We're supposed to be decreasing, and by the time you're ready, you weren't really supposed to have any debt. It grew by 60%, and this was from the New York Federal Consumer Credit Panel. Student debt, remember we talked about that yesterday, and it's a, that, what an incredible story. Student, The amount of student debt is going to double in the next six years. But we'll get to this when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Naloxone. Have you heard of it? Naloxone saves lives by reversing the effects of an opioid overdose. Opioids are prescription pain meds like Oxycontin, Percocet, Codeine, or even an illegal drug like heroin. Nearly 800 people last year died in Arizona alone. These are regular folks like your mom, dad, friends, and family. Naloxone could save them. So please, if you know someone taking any opioid, be ready with Naloxone. Sponsored by the Governor's Office of Youth, Faith, and Family in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association in this station. Rivers of Living Water Radio Broadcast. Pastor Eddie Aradoto. The Bible said, let there be a renewal of your mind to where God first thought of us, where our mind was perfect. This is why the only way we can get that is by being with God. But if we don't have fellowship with him, we're not going to start acting like him. He will have influence on us if we fellowship with him, if we seek him day in and day out. We will be like the image of Jesus. Rivers of Living Water, Thursdays at 4 p.m. on 1010 a.m. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see like post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work Program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. So here's what we've got. We've got a country that's in debt. We've got the citizenry that's in debt. Uh, according to the latest, re- not done by me, this isn't my stuff. You don't have to take my word for it. 
And these are the things when you hear all of these central bankers talk, and and, and I don't know about the people on TV because I'm I'm pretty sure they don't know anything, but they know all this. Over fifty five percent of all millennials now millennials now they're old now. Millennials are now in their twenties and their thirties. Say we can't save anybody. We've got too much debt. Gen Xers, I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer, right? The Gen Xers were, Gen Xers are like in their 40s and their 50s. 53% of Gen Xers, yeah, we got no shot. Right? You know, you know, that's over half. See, when you get over half, you got problems. But now they're saying, listen, the debt is getting worse for the people that are even older than that. And more and more of them are retiring. Well, not even retiring. Getting to that age, 65. And they got student loan debts. And you think about, you know, student loan debt really didn't come prevalent until my generation. And how bad this is going to be. And you think about what they said yesterday. I mean, 40% of all student loans are never going to be paid. By 2024. See, now all of a sudden, the, this window, we keep talking about this 10-year window. Uh, We're going to get to uh, Robert Kiyosaki and his 20-year window in a minute. But even this smaller window, the six-year window, student debt projected to go to $3.3 trillion. Defaults at 40. Right? You know what's going to happen. Here's the problem. If it's at 40% 2024, what's it going to be in 2030 and 2040? No one's going to pay it. When you start thinking about the workforce, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Americans age 65 and older are the fastest growing segment of the workforce. They say that they're not only are they fast now, they're going to be the fastest growing segment. They go all the way to 2024. Right? The study just doesn't go farther than that, so I can't say, but... They're saying, listen, all the growth in jobs is going to come from 65 and older. They say, uh, when they break down the jobs, and and I I won't go through the whole breakdown in that, but this is just the trend. The trend that we're seeing is what we're really happening is people that were retiring are now the people that are are in the workforce, right? And that's where most of the jobs are going. Where the jobs aren't going, they're not going to the Gen Xers, right? I'm the, I'm the people they're talking about, the 25 to 54-year-olds. And then you start looking at why the dollar's doing what it's doing. And this is really, at the end of the day, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, well, it's this and it's that, but at the end of the day, when you do long-term stuff, the gold in the dollar is what you pay attention to, right? When you buy gold, you're you're placing a hedge, right? You're you're buying some insurance against what you think the dollar is going to do over, you know, a broad period of time. There's a great article. It's actually on our website today. So if you want to read it for yourself, you can. Uh, and they're talking about the dollar going below the 2008 level. Remember, we talked about that yesterday. Right, I, I I've been saying I've been saying it for a while. Now. The dollar's going into the eighties this year, but now let's look at where's it going to be headed over, say, the next ten years. Be very careful if you live in the United States. The U.S. setting up to break below the two thousand and eight lows, and they're talking about the dollar. And it could have dire consequence. Of course it can. A major economic slowdown, it will just be one effect. And really they call it a side effect. It's not just the fundamentals making the strong bearish case for the dollar, right? There's lots of reasons. But let's just look at it purely technical. Okay, so let's let's forget about debt. Okay, let's not talk about debt. Right? Let's forget about interest rates. Forget about that. 
Let's not talk about what the Chinese are doing and what all the other central banks are doing. Set all that stuff aside. Let's just look at the dollar from a technical perspective. So all you geek, and I'm kind of a geek this way. I'm one of those guys. I like that stuff, right? Because it makes sense to me, you know. The and I and I and I don't want to say book smart people because I was no one would ever accuse me of being book smart. But this is just purely a here's the charts, here's the short term charts, here's the long term charts, and and based on a a 40-plus-odd-year track record, we can draw some pretty good conclusions. And why I like this, because it goes back to all the way into the 70s. Right? And you think about, I always, when I always talk about gold, I'm like, you really can't talk about what gold has done until 1971, right? Until uh, gold became legal to own again in the United States, and when we went full fiat, uh, in, in 1971, after Nixon took everybody off the gold standard, that's really the comparison. So first, you want to look at the daily chart. So the daily chart of the dollar, right, That that's your short term. And obviously, we know that the the dollar chart since early last year has been trending to the downside. The most basic rule of economic analysis, the trend is your friend, right? right? You hear that all. The trend is your friend. It's just like Wall Street, right? Why is Wall Street going to go higher? Well, because it's going higher, right? Because the trend is your friend. Same type of a thing. And then you start drawing some lines on the chart. And you've seen all those charts. And again, you can follow along on our website today. Over the last year and a half, the U.S. dollar has uh, has been forming, and they call this a descending triangle. And this is, if you're a chartist at all, this is a one of those uh, things that pops up when you start looking at okay, where where is the trend headed next? And the descending triangle pattern it happens when the price. Uh, find support, but there's always consistent downside pressure, right? And you start forming this 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 slope over many months, where the lows are lower, the highs are high, lower highs and lower lows, right? Instead of higher highs and higher lows, it's the opposite. And then you have a bottom level of support. For the U.S. dollar, that bottom level of support was 92. Now, of course, we know that we broke through that level earlier this year. Matter of fact, we're at 90.50 today. Between May of 2016 and January of 2017, we, we had... A similar pattern occur when the U.S. dollar fell from over 100 down into right down to 92. It moved uh, 11, and in this one they say 11 dollars. In other words, the next move to the downside would be 11 basis points from where the 92 was, which they say the dollar index now from a solely technical chart perspective, won't find support until 81. Now, that's actually a little worse than I was. Remember, I told you the other day, I think 84 or 85 was going to be the number. Uh, now they're saying, based on a, a daily chart, the bottom for the dollar this year, 81. And they gave you a... Well, May, so May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, it's a seven-month. If it replicates the last one where it broke support, we're looking in the next seven months, the dollar to be 81. Then they pull back and say, let's look at the 40-year history of the dollar. Matter of fact, they go all the way back, and I want to make sure I have it right yet, 1978. 
and they have this chart of the dollar, and and you got it goes up and it goes down, it goes up and it goes down, it goes up and it goes down, and the one thing that you'll see on the chart is this downward channel they call it, and the downward channel is when the high the highs are lower than the previous highs, and the lows are lower than the previous lows. Right, just again the same thing we talked about. Lower highs, lower lows. And this has been going on really since we went full fiat floating. Right? And the dollar now has coming back down through its support channel. And now they're saying that if this channel persists, and you start thinking about, you know, 1978, 88, 98, 08, 18, right? This is a 40 year pattern. If the resistance levels hold, the channel persists, the next support level for the U.S. dollar is until 60. That's well below where the dollar was, right? Remember, the dollar got into the 70s uh, at the height of the financial crisis. And now they're talking about a dollar that's going to be at the 60 level. And, of course, that's the basket of currency type level. And then you start thinking, you know, just start putting it all together. Think about how would that happen? Well, one of the ways it happens is central banks stop adding dollars to their holdings and central banks start diversifying their holdings. Another way that it happens is, right, all of the debt that needs to be serviced, you get it. All of the money that is going to be continually printed. And you think about what's going to happen. Uh, and, you know, you remember during this time, you remember when crude oil got to 5 bucks, Or crude oil, gasoline got to $5 a gallon. Right? That was when the dollar was falling out of bed. And, and we're in this scenario now. So we've got two targets, two new targets for the dollar. We're looking at 81 and 60. And, and we'll have to see how it plays out. But if you go out to the website today, this is purely technical. right? Forget about any of this other stuff that we talk about. This is a very long, long, long term. 40 years in the making where we have this uh, continual pattern for the dollar, and then uh, you throw this in with what Robert Kiyosaki said in his interview the other day. And I'm going to be—we're coming up on the break, but I'm going to leave you with part of what he said, and then we'll talk about the rest of it later. There's only three types of money today: God's money, talking about gold. Government money, right, for us here in the U.S., that's the U.S. dollar. And what he calls this the crypto money, right? So they're talking about, you know, the Bitcoin stuff. And then he goes on and he talks about, you know, what he has, what he doesn't have, and then says, by 2040, one of those is no longer going to exist. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'll tell you which one when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Years before Donald Trump's presidential campaign and days before the horrific attacks on American soil known as 9-11, the September 2001 Phyllis Schlafly Report went to press warning Americans of the dangers of being soft on the issue of immigration. When the Twin Towers fell, it was a grievously unwelcome fulfillment of Phyllis's warning. Terrorists from a foreign land took advantage of our lax immigration system to bring about the deaths of thousands of innocent Americans. 
As a new generation is being raised without having lived that tragic day firsthand, we must not allow the lessons of 9-11 to be lost on leaders of the future. Phyllis Schlafly believed that the ultimate lesson of 9-11 was to acknowledge the inseparable link between immigration policy and national security. Phyllis wrote in the October 2001 report that the policy of opening our borders to anyone who wants to sneak into our country illegally or to remain illegally after entering legally must be exposed and terminated. This is the most important security precaution our government must take. So many terrorist attacks since that time could have been prevented by immigration policies that kept a closer eye on those who come legally, keeping out those who would come illegally, and generally raising the standard for who we let in at all. Just to name a few, the 2009 Fort Hood shooting, the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, the 2015 Chattanooga shooting, the 2015 San Bernardino attack, the 2016 Orlando nightclub shooting, and the 2017 Manhattan truck attack were all perpetrated either by immigrants or children of immigrants who clearly were not assimilated into American culture. Ultimately, we must remove from non-citizens their presumed right to live on our soil. No one but American citizens have the inherent right to be in America. While there's nothing wrong with taking in those who have a genuine interest in becoming an American, we are under no obligation to take in anybody. As on any issue, the first priority of the federal government should be the protection of American life. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. scholar blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards use words like no sir yes ma'am by god be darned 800-951-0592 listen either you prepare or you don't it's really going to be that simple. You can't lay it out any 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 easier than what we did today. Which is, listen, the trend is bit it's clear. This is what happens to fiat money, right? And we've been full fiat now for what uh, thirty, forty, almost fifty years, right? And the dollar is in this downward channel and has been where every high is lower, right? And every low is lower. We just broke down another support level, right? We came back, we were on a high, right? The high trend stopped. Now we're back on the down slope, right? And it broke down again, and now we're going to go even lower. Right, ninety-two, it kind of stopped and couldn't go anywhere. Now, boom! Now it's now eighty-one. That's why I said earlier this year, not, I got to put seventeen hundred back on the table. You know, I still, I still want to believe somewhere between fourteen fifty, fifteen fifty. I know it's a hundred dollars; it's a big gap, but but now I'm like seventeen hundred is still in the cards here. I still think that's a year away, but it's coming. But what, what, what really was interesting is, hey. It's already from a technical perspective. We're now looking at a number of sixty, and and you know you kind of use this eleven number, and it just makes sense. So so ninety two to eighty one to seventy, right? We were right near seventy the last time, and then I think we got to like seventy one and change. Take eleven from that, you get to sixty, and you kind of see where the trend is. But then Robert Kiyosaki, he just, I couldn't believe, I'm so glad. You know, I don't always listen to everything. You know, there's, we put so much stuff on the website. 
but I was so glad that I listened to it. Because he talked about the three types of money today, right? God's money, government money, and the cryptos. Then he talked about, you know, how, you know, and, and granted, it's easy to say, and I don't, you know, he's, he's a very wealthy individual, uh, said, hey, listen, I started buying gold when it became legal again. And he said, I, I was buying gold in 1972, right? So, so gold was like $42. You know, we told you know you we know the story. Gold confiscation. Gold was twenty bucks. They confiscated it. Ninety days later, they made it thirty-five bucks, and then you couldn't own gold from nineteen thirty-three to nineteen seventy-one in the United States. And then, of course, you could own it again, but the United States didn't mint any gold, so you always had to buy bars or maple leaves or Krugerrands. Uh, we didn't start minting gold in, again until nineteen eighty-six. But then he said, here's what's happening. Here's what's going to happen. By 2040, one of those three will not exist. And he says, it's not God's money. It's not the cryptos. But the U.S. dollar will not exist in 2040. And I think I think he's absolutely right. He actually gave himself, at least in my opinion, right. He put a little sand in that number. <laughs> I don't think we get that far. And of course, talked about the crypto and, and exactly what I've been saying, which is it's going to be some form of an electronic type of a currency thing. It's not going to be Bitcoin. I mean, will will Bitcoin survive? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if any of these current ones survive at all. But but it's kind of like the internet, right? Uh, none of the stuff that you invested in in the early '90s is still around, with the exception of Apple and Microsoft. Then everything else is something else. But the internet's still there. And 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 he talked about, hey, I'm owning gold. I'm never, you know, you know. In course, a lot of us aren't in this position, but. He was like, I'm never selling gold. I don't sell gold. That's going to be inherited to my kids and my grandkids because they're going to need it. And and you, and if you want to go out, it's on our website today. Play the clip. I'm probably doing it a huge injustice. Uh, he did say he owned five bitcoins. <laughs> and, and he talked about taxes. And he talked about how, listen, we don't pay any taxes now anyway, and it just made it easier. And talked about wealth distribution, and in about five minutes, he covered a ton of ground. But it really, it just goes hand in hand with all, when you start really putting everything together. Start putting together what the Chinese are doing. Start putting together what these other central banks are doing. You start uh, looking even, you know, uh, at the cryptocurrencies, right? Because they're telling you something, right? And they're getting ready, and they're preparing, and they're doing all that stuff. And I know uh, Bitcoin back below 10000 again today, uh, but, but nonetheless, it, it's, it's just a symptom. Uh, by the way, the, the, if you want to know, and I, and, and I won't dwell on it very long, but Bank of America this morning uh, issued another warning on Bitcoin, and all other virtual currencies uh, during the earning, they're on the earnings call Wednesday morning. Uh, Brian Moynihan, who's the CEO there, said about cryptocurrencies that the company Bank of America Merrill Lynch is now banned financial advisors from buying Bitcoin related investments for their clients. Uh, we've limited our relationships. We basically told people. They could buy at other accounts. You just can't do it here. Uh, so that was kind of the move uh, on Bitcoin, if you were wondering uh, what was happening. And then the last part of this. Okay, so, so by 2040, the dollar's gone. You've got God's money. And you've got the cryptocurrency, which is at least how I view the crypto. Is going to be solely controlled by the central bank. And then you start thinking about, okay, 
what China's been doing and what all these other central banks are doing, not only in regards uh, to their currency reserves, but also in regards to their gold holdings. And, and you look at uh, the physical demand for gold, it was a really fascinating picture in 2017. Chinese demand for physical gold investment surged, and this is... The numbers aren't all in. This is just for the first nine months of the year. Uh, the Chinese citizenry purchased 233 metric tons of gold as an investment in the first three quarters of the year. We're going to break down all the other major gold purchasing countries as well as, well as the United States when we return. You may have noticed that our world is very confused these days, and you may wonder how you should go, what direction you should go. Well, there is a path that's been revealed to us by Jesus Christ, and we explore that path every day on The Narrow Path. I'm Steve Gregg. I hope you'll join us for our daily broadcast, The Narrow Path, on this station. Be sure to write down this number, 844-484-5737, to call in live every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on 1010 a.m. KXXT and on thenarrowpath.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Kevin Lehman. You know, I think education ought to be fun, ought to be rigorous, ought to be challenging. You know, at Lehman Academy of Excellence, your kids will be challenged with a rigorous curriculum. Spanish in kindergarten, Latin in the third grade, logic in the sixth grade. We're a classical school with high expectations for your son or your daughter. We have teachers who love to teach and kids who love to learn. Opening in Mesa, August 2018. Enroll online today at LehmanAcademy.com. Meet the faces of influenza, groups who should be immunized against influenza every year. He's in the group six months to five years old. I'm four and a half years old. Pregnant during influenza season. We live with a baby under six months old. I live with someone at risk. Live with someone at risk. Care for someone at risk. I have a chronic medical condition. Diabetes. Asthma. I have COPD, a serious lung disease. I'm 50. I'm over 50 years old. Way over 50. The American Lung Association asks, do you see your family or yourself here? I'm Jennifer Garner. As one of the many faces of influenza, you and I and those close to us need to get vaccinated. Each year, about 36,000 Americans die from influenza and its complications. So see your healthcare provider about getting an influenza immunization. Vaccination is a safe and effective way to prevent influenza. Visit facesofinfluenza.org. A public service message from the American Lung Association and this station.
So you're looking at a over a 70 metric ton increase. And by the way, a metric ton, 32,100 ounces per ton. India was number two. They consumed 105 metric tons. And again, you still have three months of the year left. Germany was number three, followed by Thailand, another Asian country, Turkey, Switzerland, and then the United States. The Chinese all by themselves bought more gold and silver bars and coins than Germany, Thailand, Turkey, Switzerland, and the United States combined. Well, it was 238 to 233, and then, of course, India at 105. If you compare the demand from the year before, only one country well, I guess two. The United States was the worst. We went in 2016, we purchased 66 metric tons, and we went down to 30. Right? You think about the dot com craze and all that stuff, and, and why the rest of the world is like, dude, the, 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 the biggest patsy at the table right now is the United States. Switzerland's gold consumption was neutral. Turkey jumped 23 metric tons. Thailand was, was, I'll say neutral, they were down three. Germany increased by 12 metric tons. It went from 69 to 81. India went from 100 to 105, and then China from 162 to 233. And I just bring this up because, again, Start putting the pieces together. I don't know. You know, so going back, remember, I got, had that question from one of our customers. Will we go back to the gold standard? And I don't know the answer to that. I really think they, they're, they're going to try to find salvation in the, in the electronic currency, which is no different than the fiat currency, right? It's the, actually, it's the exact same with more power to the central bank. And why you, you really think about why you want to have gold now. The case has never been better. Right? When you talk about the things that we're, we're, in, and we're in this downtrend, this down channel in the dollar, Right, we we're breaking through resistance points there. Gold's uh, what thirty forty dollars away from multi year highs, and I think we'll take those. We'll hit new multi year highs again this year. From a chart perspective, total technical perspective, the dollar's on its way to sixty. Right, and you think about it, it's at ninety now. So uh, uh, losing a third of its value. And and you think about Robert Kiyosaki saying, listen, by 2040, the dollar no longer exists. And they they talked about in there about $10,000 gold. And Kiyosaki doesn't ever, I've never known him to give a price. He didn't deny that number, though. Let's just say that. I have no idea what it would be. And here's the sad part is, you think that's going to be great? Yes, I love it. $10,000 gold will make my day. It won't. It's going to be terrible. But at least you'll have some wealth insurance. At least you'll be able to do well. Uh, those that have the gold make the rules. I mean, it's really that simple. Silver, same thing. You've got the gold. you got the silver. I told you earlier in the broadcast, at the beginning of the show, silver back in at this 78 ounces of silver to buy an ounce of gold. I've got U.S. Silver Eagles, $410, and I have them in stock. Uh, if you want to start putting some silver away, they're at $410. I have uh, $20 and $10 gold pieces in stock. Uh, I'll do the $20 gold pieces at $1,400, the $10 pieces at 700 
So you got a you got a whole smorgasbord of things here. You can buy Silver Eagles for ten, twenty dollar Liberties in uh, at fourteen hundred, ten dollar Liberties at seven hundred, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Take the time, understand what's happening. Right, we're laying the foundation for a move away from the dollar because the dollar's not going to be here. According to Robert Kiyosaki, he got 22 years. Right, and it's going to be gone. I don't know. If it, I don't think it gets that far, but nonetheless, I don't know. Don't take my word for it. Uh, take somebody who's made a lot more money than, than my lifetime than I'll ever will. And it just, uh, you know, it does that really fit the picture though. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment when we return. And this is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road in the heart of Maricopa County. On the website, hardcorechristianity.com, there's all of our ministry services, live services, Thursday and Friday, 7 p.m., hardcorechristianity.com. Brother Mike, the guy on the radio, 15 years, KXXT Christian Radio. Every Monday through Friday at 7.30 a.m. America's veterans have served our country in both war and peace. It's because of people like you that we are free. My class was learning about war and how hard it is. I wanted to do something to let them know how I feel. Now there is a way to thank them for helping keep America free. Log on to thankyouveterans.org and type a personal message of thanks. Dear Dad, I've recently come to understand how important your service to America was, and I just wanted to say thank you. There are 26 million veterans living in America today, from World War II to Afghanistan and Iraq. We carry our experiences inside. It's nice to have someone say thanks. Let a veteran know you appreciate their service. Log on to thankyouveterans.org, a public service of paralyzed veterans of America. My name is Sue Smith. I'm 38 and I work at a graphic design company. And the teenage me would tell you, I wouldn't be into drawing and art if it wasn't for Big Brother's Big Sisters. My Big Sister showed me early on that I could do anything. And to the young me, that meant a lot. My Big Sister's name is Sheila, and Sheila is the reason that this 8-year-old grows up to have an amazing job as a graphic designer. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping Big Brother's Big Sisters help a child. Start something today at BigBrothersBigSisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brother's Big Sisters and the Ad Council. going to allow it. That's just my opinion. The governments aren't going to allow it. 
Uh, and you saw what Bank of America did today. Hey, you know what? That's it. We're done. I'm not telling you you can't buy it. You just can't buy it at Merrill Lynch anymore. Can't, we won't do it. The IRS has ruled that virtual currencies are property. So, so understand that, a, a, a change. That means profits and losses are to be taxed at the individual's capital gain rate, which should be applied at every taxable event. When a person buys, sells, or uses the cryptocurrency to make a purchase. So this is a significant change. Unlike other investments, you may not get a 1099 summarizing those gains. The IRS said, we don't care. It's on you. The burden's on the taxpayer. And and so I just want to pass that along. They are now saying, when you buy it, sell it, use it, it is a taxable event, as they're calling it, uh, quote-unquote, at the individual capital gains rate. And uh, it's no different than any other asset, blah, 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 blah. And uh, find an accountant who has crypto experience. That's just one of the things they're saying. Uh, And check the IRS for more details. So there you go. I I, I bring that up because when you look at, uh, you know, What's going to be left? God's money and some form of digital money. And this has always been my fear. They are going to control it. And again, you just want a piece of something that they don't control. Uh, And that's where gold and silver come in. Uh, Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, again, boy, the rate just looks so attractive. 78 ounces uh, of silver to buy an ounce of gold. Uh, you know, and I've always been a guy that anything above 70 is a good buy. Uh, anything approaching 80 or above 80 is outstanding. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles are $410 a roll. Uh, then on the gold side, I've got $20 Liberties at $1,400, $10 Liberties at $700, $800-951-0592. That's the toll-free number. Enjoy the rest of your hump day and we'll be back tomorrow.